So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And before we go too far into the program, I want to announce once again that we have begun with our church plant in the Houston, Texas area, in Pearland, Texas, with our new church, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. If you're in the Houston area or visiting, we would love it if you would drop in and see us at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. Having said that, we're going to continue on in this program with our teaching series, Will the Real Disciple of Messiah Jesus Please Stand Up? It's the book of James, and we're continuing on. We're going to finish chapter 1 today, Lord willing. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, and our great Savior, Messiah Jesus' name, oh, thank you, Father, and praise your most holy name. We ask that you would bless this time together, especially those who are watching today. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, amen and Amen. And, and so we've gone through a good bit of chapter one. And what we've seen is these different scenarios, these different categories and ways to think, speak, and live when under trials, when under real trials. And folks, if there was ever a time with, in, with intensified trials, it's these modern days of Noah and Lot, the time of the birth pangs, the fig tree generation, all the convergence of these signs our Savior Jesus spoke of that point to his coming. And we know the rapture of the church precedes the tribulation and our return with him from heaven. And, and so here we are in that season and trials are intensifying in our lives and around us today. So what we've seen is Benefiting from trials, the perspective of the rich and the poor in trials, loving God and thinking rightly about Him under trials. And today we're going to go into qualities and further actions needed when we're in trials. I'm going to start with James 1, 12 through 18. I'm going to review, read that to bring us into the context of what we're looking at for today's teaching. So here we go. Uh, we're going to look at James 1, 12 through 18. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his 
creatures. And now we go into qualities and further actions needed in trials. Here we go. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And so, when we're in trials, it's very difficult to control our words. And in the book of James, we see repeated how important it is to have self-control over our tongue, which is, of course, fruit of the Holy Spirit. Self-control is part of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But especially when we're in trials, and we're angry and frustrated, and even in despair. And we live in a generation where those things are intensified. Anger, frustration, and despair. And, and we, fe we feel it heating up within us. And it has to come out. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. We are to be swift to hear and slow to speak. This is a way to respond to the Holy Spirit when we're in a difficult situation. And, and the wrath of man, the anger of man, never achieves the righteousness of God. And so we need to recalibrate our goals. What do you mean? Our goal should be to walk in righteousness, the standard of heaven, God's standard of goodness. The perfect example of that, righteousness, is our Savior, Jesus, right? And, and to remember, no, I want to walk in righteousness, so I'm not going to say that. I'm going to listen and be quiet. Hey, we're all learning this, aren't we? Uh, James 1.21, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Trials shake us up. It's like that toothpaste tube. When you squeeze it, what comes out? Toothpaste. What comes out of us when we're squeezed in the trial? Words we shouldn't say. Things we need to deal with. He says, lay aside the filthiness and overflow of wickedness and instead receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Our Savior Jesus spoke of his word this way. Let it sink down deeply, deep into your ears. So get rid of the wickedness that is in our thinking, speaking, and living, and instead receive, like you're doing right now, the Word of God with meekness that's able to save your souls. And you might say, well, I'm already saved. Listen, salvation has components based on time and process. What do you mean? Well, yes, I have been saved. A one-time event, I'm born again. I've received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I am being saved, kept by grace, and grace is teaching me how to cooperate with sanctification and walk in the, the uh, growing by grace process, right? And I will be saved when Jesus the Lord comes back for me and takes me back to heaven. Paul said, our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. What's he mean? That's the rapture, folks. That's when our salvation and our redemption is complete and we have glorified bodies and we no longer have sin in us to deal with in this way. But until then, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able 
to save your souls. Remember, grace always meets us where we are, but grace never leaves us there. Yes? And, and there's no need for unnecessary trials, right? There's no need for unnecessary trials that are caused by the filthiness, filthiness and wickedness we haven't dealt with and the, and the wrath of man and the words that come out of our mouth that are hurtful and cause trouble, right? Folks, wars are started with words. Divorces come from words. Broken relationships and real trouble can come from our words and the things that are in our heart that need to be addressed. Oh, receive this from your Savior, our Savior today. Receive these words from his word. Yes, and so he tells us to be doers of the word. But be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. We're to be doers of the word. And this is where we're going to pick up when we come back in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you 
would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I was living in Israel at the Sea of Galilee, ministering across the Holy Land through our ministry partners, and the Lord was calling my family back to the USA, to Texas, with a vision. And part of that vision is to plant a church where we make faithful, wise, blessed, servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready for Him to come and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. He said, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Coming for us in the rapture to take us back to the Father's house. Look what the Lord has done. We had no money, we had no people, we had no building. And now the Lord's given us a handful, a few ministry prayer partners here in Texas. We've been joining together for prayer and asking the Lord for the way forward. And we're starting with our first Sunday here in January, Calvary Chapel. Watch therefore Community Fellowship. Now listen, this costs a lot of money and we know that our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Maybe he would have you participate in this Watch Therefore Community Fellowship under the banner of Calvary Chapel. And you can do so. Go to calvarychapelwtcf.com. Ask the Lord if he would have you to prayerfully and or financially participate in this new church plan. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We left off in the book of James, be doers of the word, not hearers only. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. So we need to be doers of the word who aren't just hearers. For those who hear the word of God continually and then don't go do what it says are continually and in a deeper way being deceived, going deeper into deception, which so much of modern Christianity facilitates today. And, and James says that someone is a hearer of the word and not a doer. It's like someone, imagine, waking up in the morning, look in the mirror, and seeing what kind of a mess sleeping all night and tossing and turning in the bed has done to them, and just going, oh, looks good, and walking out the door that way to go into their day. Well, how foolish that would be. That's what hearing the word but not doing what it says is like. It's crazy, yes? And one of the things that we can think of with regard to trials is the best defense 
as we are in a spiritual war. The best defense is a good offense. To be a doer of the word is a doer of the work who's playing offense. What do you mean a doer of the work? Well, listen to this. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Don't we want to be blessed? There's things the Lord promises to bless. And one of those is being a doer of God's word. And it takes work to be a disciple of Jesus the Lord. A disciple is disciplined in the work that he does in the kingdom of Messiah Jesus. Sharing the gospel with the lost. Our roles as husbands, wives, and children. Yes, our spiritual gifts being used in the body of Christ to build it up. Our jobs doing our work to the glory of the Lord. And, and he equates this with looking into the perfect law of liberty and continuing in it. The law of liberty is an expression of the new covenant law of the Spirit. How do we know that? Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Hallelujah. And this law of liberty, we're freed from Satan's bondage. We're freed from ourselves and our own carnal nature. We are forgiving others, liberating ourselves from the bondage of unforgiveness, and releasing others from a debt they owe us, maybe a sin that's been done against us. So this law of liberty pertains to looking at the Word of God and doing what it says, having the freedom to walk in the ways and the Word of our Savior Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. A doer of the Word is a doer of the work who wants to be blessed. James 1, 26 and 27, if anyone among you thinks he's religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Yes, the book of James has a lot to say about what we say. And there's that old saying, so-and-so needs to be able to better hold his liquor, right? (laughs) And, and, And so, This is dead religion. It's useless religion where one says, I believe in Jesus the Lord, but cannot control what they say. Here's pure and undefiled religion, the kind the Lord accepts. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. And this is why we have, down through the years, at different times and seasons, had such a vibrant orphans ministry. I don't have time to go into the details. Maybe on another program I will. And I've talked about it before, how the Lord's very clearly called me into orphan ministry, primarily in Africa. And like I said, at different times and seasons, we've helped plant an orphanage. We've worked with orphanage, uh, orphans on a UN camp in Uganda. We put a water well on that camp for the orphans. And in other countries as well, in, in uh, Rwanda, in the Congo, we've had orphan work. And one of our pastors we support financially monthly that some of you are helping with. And, and if you, you haven't yet, you can. This pastor, James Okenda, found a little baby in the tall grass where they were mowing the grass someone had abandoned and adopted her. Her name is Esther. Adopted her as his own. And for years, we have, and Lord willing, we'll continue to support 
that family as they raise that little orphan girl, along with other orphan ministries we've been involved in, also to help widows. And the same for widows in Africa. We've had different initiatives where we've worked helping widows in Africa and pastors that support them according to the Word of God. And to keep oneself unspotted from this world is, is to keep our garments clean. The Bible has a lot to say especially in the New Covenant Scriptures, and you even see in Revelation, the wife of Christ, the bride of Christ, dressed in white. Knows there's this understanding that as we've been saved, we've been clothed with robes of righteousness, and it's our responsibility not to let those robes be spotted by worldliness. Remember, this whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one, and this... Um, this concept of unspotted garments pertains to a clean and godly testimony in our Savior, Jesus. Pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So as we think about some of these things we've heard today, the tongue can create trials and prolong trials. Pure religion is the only one the Lord approves of. Spotted, are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you one that hears the Word of God and then does what it says, implements the Word into your life? Or are you one who hears and then forgets and is deceived? Again, are you washed? In the blood of the Lamb, are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Have you been washed by the blood of the Lamb? And maybe today, that's the first place you need to start with regard to hearing and doing. Because the Lord our God, it says in the Bible, commands all men everywhere to repent. Maybe there's sin in your life you need to repent of today, O born-again child of the living God. And you're seeing this today, and you're hearing this today, and, and you need to hear this word and do it. Repent. Uh, the Bible says in 1 John 1, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive, to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you need to confess and repent today? Maybe that's a good place for, for you to start. And and. Maybe you're watching because you need to be saved. You need to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. You, you need to know that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. There's a real place called hell and then an eternal lake of fire where sinners will be tormented day and night forever. But God loves you. Our Father in heaven loves you. He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus the Lord, to live a sinless life that he would take your and my punishment upon himself on the cross. He died, he was buried, and hallelujah, on the third day, he rose from the grave. And again, he calls us to repent and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Will you hear and do what the word of God says even right now? Will you cry out to the Lord Jesus, Lord, I've sinned against you. Please save me today. And if you're doing that today, he's saving you today. And he demands his disciples to deny themselves, 
take up their cross daily and follow Jesus as Lord. And if you're doing that today, there's information at the bottom of your screen, contact information. We'd like to send you a brochure, How to Begin Your New Life in Christ. Oh, please contact us and let us send that brochure to you today. Yes, and for everyone who's watching, begin now in a new season, 2023 kind of way. Begin now to do the word, even the words you've heard today. And remember that we are in these times where this world wants to spot our garments. And what we need is a powerful witness testimony in the darkness to shine brightly in this increasingly dark world. Let me have a word of prayer for all of you who are watching today. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please tremendously bless all of our viewers today. And may we walk out the things we've heard today. May we be doers of your word and not hearers only. Oh, thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And remember, if you're in the Houston area, living here or visiting, come and see us at Calvary Chapel. Watch Therefore Community Fellowship in Pearland, just south of Houston. Oh, hallelujah. Now is the time to watch Therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. When? Any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch Therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. 
You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and re-